hills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your Welcome hands back, listeners, to another exciting episode of Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills preview podcast here from the Bills backers in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lars. Joining me tonight, just Cassie Ozark, the always lovely Cassie Ozark. Beer is delicious. Yes. Uh, as far as our podcast goes, this is Bills and Beers, uh, but here we are going into week uh, nine, now week ten, uh, the ninth game of the season, week ten, second half of the season starts this Sunday, and quite frankly, all I really care to talk about or even enjoy anymore is the beers aspect <laughs> of our podcast. You can find us at billsandbeers.com, that'll take you right to our Facebook page, that's the best way to communicate with us. And you know, I should say, Cassie... Um, I was because as the Facebook user who's also one of the admins to our Facebook site, like I get the alerts when there's activity on our Facebook site. So I should probably give a shout out to a listener that I don't think any of us actually know personally. You might, maybe. Patricia Reagan, do we know her? Okay. Well, she's probably hearing this right now because she's always the first person to like any of our stuff and she likes everything that goes on our Facebook page. So Patricia Reagan, if you're out there, and I hope that's how you say your name. Um, thank you for being a great fan. Tell all your friends, um, tweet us, send us an email, uh, but it's good that you stay in touch with us, and, and we love that you're a part of our program. Okay, well, uh, the Texans game is in the books, uh, and now we travel to Foxborough to take on those New England Patriots. Oh, Lordy, it's going to be a great week of football. we got the spirit, just watch it happen now. So the Houston Texans game, we'll start on that. Um, momentum was ours, seven to six at halftime, and then we came out three and out, uh, three straight incomplete passes. We have arguably the best running back in the NFL in C.J. Spiller, uh, and yet he only touched the ball nine times last game. Of course, he had over a hundred all-purpose yards in those nine touches because that's all he does do is produce, uh, and it's leading a lot of people to question now. Chan Gailey, who most in Bill's Nation have been pretty satisfied with. Is he too smart for his own good? Why can't he just stick with what works, which is the running game? He said that they backed away from it because they were stacked in the box. But I think Bill's Nation would really appreciate somebody seeing would really appreciate seeing somebody stick with the run in spite of that stack box and taking it at him and beating it on our own game plan rather than always trying to counter with something. Cass? Yeah, I mean, I would t- I would totally agree. I I wanted to see more running of the ball last week, and then you know we we talked last week on the podcast and saying that oh the defense has just been horrible and miserable, and our offense puts up numbers and blah blah blah. That was just our offense didn't even show up. And granted, yes, Houston does have a good defense. You know they do put you know they do rush well. They do have a good like front you know group that rush the quarterback with JJ Watt and stuff like that, but. It was just, it, we, there was an abysmal offense. It wasn't an offense that didn't even exist. It wasn't even exciting. It was passes being dropped and play calling of what the heck was that call and just not converting on third down. Oh. It, 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 I don't even know what to say. It was like. Well, they were two for 11 on third down, but two of those, at least two of those, there was no excuse. One was right in, in Stevie's bread basket and he dropped it. That was in the third quarter. And another one was right to Scott Chandler and he dropped it. So it's not coaching, it's players not making plays again in those instances. And if you think right there, that puts us at four and 10. For third down conversions, which is which is at at the least a pedestrian effort, 
And one could actually say that this was a pretty good showing for our defense. One yeah. might actually argue it was the best showing of the year outside of the Arizona game, which, again, that team is, you know, the mirage has since lifted. They are who we thought they were, uh, ironically, because I said there was their coach who, who coined yes. that now famous phrase. Um, but they're with their abysmal O-line. They, they really weren't much of anything, so that game's kind of a throwaway. With the exception of getting beat consistently on that naked um, play-action rollout yep. that they got yep. the long touchdown to Daniels on, the defense looked pretty good. And, you know, going into this Patriots weekend, if they can play with that kind of discipline, yeah. we could give them a game. We Because we're certainly not facing this, the same caliber defense in New England that we faced last week in Houston. Yeah, no, I would definitely say our defense kept us in the game. So if they can, you know, show up and... and you know, there's there's things to call into question. Was it all the, all the you know, messages back and forth and people calling out each other on the defensive line? Was it a, coming off of a bye week? Was it Mario Williams coming back to, to to Texas? You know, what was it that really stepped it up? But if if that could extend, I mean, into this game against the Patriots, you know, if we can shut down Gronk and Hernandez, right? Well, They're both playing, right? Yes, but let's be clear about one thing. We might contain those two. We will not shut them down. Yes, yes. One, one, if not both of them, will score a touchdown this weekend. And that's a Bills and Beers guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it It also depends, you know, as to who they they put on them. I think when, when Daniels scored his touchdown, I mean, Chris Kelsey actually did a great job. Or was it on, It was one of those, you know, play-action rollouts yeah. where they, they picked up big yards, but Kelsey actually did a great job releasing and following, you yeah. know, the player. I think it was Daniels that made the... And I it, don't was. Know it was. It wasn't on the touchdown yeah. play, but, yeah, that was actually a good play for Kelsey. But another one of those uh, those naked rollouts, though, Kelsey was literally running in the wrong direction mm-hmm. for a good four or five steps before he realized turn around and then start to pursue Schaub, who by that point was just... Picking whatever receiver downfield he wanted to throw to. Yeah. Uh, so who knows what we'll see this week in in New England. Um, and I guess the big question now is, I mean, besides from Fitzpatrick, who, as we've said before, Bills fans will never be in a consensus about. Can we at least all agree that Bills Nation is thoroughly fed up with Mario Williams? Yeah, I mean, for what you're spending and what we're getting. I think that's the case. And is it tough? Because I think everybody kind of agreed. And, you know, we always slam the mainstream media, so to speak, the sports center, sports coverage, mm-hmm. because they're always against the bills. And then when they finally do give us praise, it's like, oh, of course, of course we did great because sports center saying we did well. So we can't have it both ways. But the name Mario Williams, the idea of Mario Williams I think all Bills fans were, were eager to get behind, ourselves included, yeah. obviously. Oh, definitely. But I don't think anybody ever really looked at that pickup objectively. And and I think it's because the same reason I didn't. And it was a conscious effort not to. I didn't want to start counting the ways that this could not work. Yeah. Because you, did, you didn't want and, to even imagine a scenario where it wouldn't. And I'm not... You know, I'm not officially saying it was a waste and whatnot. I mean, we are only nine games in. Eight. Eight games going into our ninth game. Right. So I'm going to give the guy, you know, benefit of the doubt. Try to, try to, you know, he was injured and the wrist injury and the surgery and whatnot. And but the million-dollar question that nobody ever asked is, why are the Houston Texans letting their 
former first overall pick who had five sacks in five games. Why are they letting him walk? Yeah, I would say that, but you know what I would boil it down to? Why did we ever let, and, and not the correlation is correct with the draft pick because I think he was undrafted, but why did we ever let Jason Peters walk? Sure, or Marshawn Lynch, who was a first-round draft pick. Yeah. Or Dante Whitner, who was a first-round draft pick. There you go. Sometimes you just kind of outgrow them and, and budget-wise outgrow them as well. So Speaking of Marshawn Lynch, I mean, he was always a he was always a fan favorite here at Bills and Beers, and um, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about him now I don't know if we ever really knew what we had in him. Um, I don't really know. And there was always, when he was in town, there was always weird rumors circulating about, like, nah, there's a couple Bills players on our team who are total jerks, but you wouldn't want to know who they are. You wouldn't want me to tell you what their name is. And I always kind of got the sense that it was him. Um, but, man, is he he's having a monster here. Monster year. And, and, and Pete Carroll wouldn't put up with... I don't think people being jerks. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe he matured. He got older. I mean, he's the one that hit that person, you know, on right. Chippewa Street. Though he's going like five miles per hour. Yeah, I, and I guess I, I always am very curious as to, I mean, the environment in Seattle, the city, is just so vastly different than the environment in Buffalo. And I mean, it could it, and I, I'm just now at the point where I have to believe that's a motivating factor for these guys. You you say that though though. After traveling to Seattle a lot and, and knowing a lot about the Seahawks, there is a nature of the Seahawk fan that does resonate to being a similar to the Buffalo Bills fan. A lot of the Tacoma fans. Oh, I, and very blue collar, very. I get that. I'm just. I mean, Seattle in its very nature is a beautiful city. It's a yeah. very progressive, urban city, and Buffalo is just not those things. <laughs> um, and again, we were talking before, like, what is it about Buffalo? Why why is this team so snake-bitten? These guys, are they just not proud to play for the city of Buffalo? And I'm, I'm starting to lean on that being the answer. Or, I'm sorry, crossing myself, is it Ralph? Yeah. Does Do we need, I mean, does he need to go? I mean, that, and that's the easy, and that's the, the go-to answer for everybody, is that, yeah. oh, until Ralph's gone, then nothing's going to change, but it's... But is, does, will that really make a big difference? Yeah. I mean, what is what is a good owner? Like, show show me a guy who has written the book and what it means to be a good owner. Yeah, but, like, I, but the thing is, what I feel is, like, he's in his 90s. He's, he's halfway lucid, you know, at times. It's hard to maybe play for somebody like that that you know. When the know. buck stops there. Yeah, yeah, when you're, like... We have no idea what this guy's going to want to do or, or if what his decision he's going to make or where his mind is or anything like that, you know? it's it's. I feel like that might be tough where you see Kraft. I mean, Kraft's always at every game. How many times are we going to see him on the TV yeah. on Sunday? Yeah, and I'm sure Kraft makes an appearance in the locker room and is good for a rah-rah sis-boomba that Ralph, quite frankly, is not. Yeah, I hear that. Oh, well. Well, speaking of Robert Kraft, and, and by the way... I, to say that like Robert Kraft is the architect behind the Patriots franchise is, is nonsense because the Patriots the Patriots are where they are because they have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I know I hate to say that too. Statistically, he is. I don't personally believe that he is, but he's one of the most well. All right, let me rephrase. One of the most successful quarterbacks of all time, and they picked him up in the sixth round. Okay, so clearly he wasn't a deliberate part of that plan. And every every other draft pick since then, not so sweet. So people like to say that the New England Patriots are the class of how to build a franchise. Not buying it. We're lucky. 
Yeah, they got they're lucky. lucky. They, got a, they got a winning lottery ticket. Well, we're traveling to New England this week to Gillette Field, where we haven't won ever. And, uh, you know, we came close earlier this year, had a chance to go up 28-7. We did go up 28-7. Um, we were up on them at Gillette Stadium last year, 21 nothing before uh, Gailey benched Steve Johnson. So that's the thing about these Patriots games lately is that we haven't been in a contest with them where we've just been out of it from the first snap. Uh, I guess the the one exception you can point to is a game we actually won. We They got up on us early, and it was looking real ugly there for a while. No, um, there, there was a game on, what was it, Sunday night, Monday night football oh, the, in oh, the, Buffalo. Uh, well, yeah, five years ago, yes. That, the Sunday night game when they set all the records right after Spygate when they had a point to prove. Yeah. When I think they were up like 52-3 to three in the fourth quarter, and they went forward on fourth down. Um, from like the five yard line and scored a touchdown. Touchdown, so, yeah, I remember that. It was some bush league play like that. Um, but um, yeah, so it's nearly impossible to say. Cass, you got a prediction? God, I mean, I, I hate to say my prediction was pretty pretty on for the uh, the Houston game. I, I said we were only going to score field goals. Sure, kind of happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. What would I like to say? I would like to say that we're going to win, you know, 28-24. What's really going to happen? I don't know, 34-13. Yeah. You know? I, Ooh, that, yeah, well, that would that'd be bad. It would be, that it would be, hurt. you know, the, the things that I do know, I am probably going to order a Bloody Mary on Sunday, and I'm going to drink some Labatt Blue Light. That, those are things I can guarantee you that are going to happen on Sunday. Oh, and I'll order a grilled cheese sandwich. Nice. Besides that, for the game... No clue. No clue. I predicted a loss last week. I'm predicting a loss again this week, too. I don't care at this point. Um, Until the Bills can do something to persuade me otherwise. I I mean, I I love being ironically optimistic and being humorous about it, but I'm I'm not finding humor in it anymore. Um, (laughs) And I predicted a heartbreaker last week, and we didn't quite get that. So I'm going to sort of predict the kind of game we had last week. Although, (sighs) last week was classic... Okay, if we could just stop them here and get the ball back, and then they had the ball for five and a half minutes, and before you knew it, there's three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Those and those losses hurt, and I hate that shit. Well, and and, and I looked at you guys at halftime, and and I said to you guys, "What do you say if you're Chan Gailey to the team in the locker room?" And everyone was like, "Well, just you know, keep doing the same thing, just don't lose." And I was like, th- "That was the last. That, that's probably what he said." Right. But that's you know the Texans are going in saying, "Let's change this. Let's do this. Let's do this." Chan Gailey should know that they're going to come out changing things right. and looking to change things and whatnot. You know, like. I feel like we just came out so stagnant. It's like we lost that game, I think, partly on coaching. And I, I if I see that again, I don't know. Someone's well, got to get fired. Well, it was that it was like the first or it was the first down play, the start of the second half, and I think Stevie Johnson dropped it. I think he was open for a first down and he dropped it. Um, and you know that set the tone for the drive. Maybe Gosh. we should maybe we should have run it on second down. But the play call was right. The play was right on first down. We just booted it, you know. So like, how do you account for that? And and and, and, and but my whole thing is is like Mormon got released, right? Because they said, you know, you and now your boy Potter. Now my boy Potter, right? God, my Potter jersey. What am I just gonna <laughs> have a Potter jersey? <laughs> Although Paladin has looked pretty sharp. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had a good week last week. But my thing is, it's like if the players are held to that standard, why not the coaches? I don't know. Um. 
But last week I predicted a heartbreaker, but I'm going to predict this week the kind of game that just always sucks, which it's just barely out of reach. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, Buffalo. I'm going to say Buffalo 17, New England 28. So very, very similar game to last week, but it's going to be two scores. It's going to be more than two scores. We're going to need two touchdowns to come back and win, and it's just not going to happen. Well, thanks so, thanks again for joining us on another <laughs> riveting episode of Bills and Beers. Now, you're still out there, and you're still listening, and the, you're still yeah, alive. God bless you. If you're even still watching these Bills anymore, God bless you. But here's the thing, though, Cass. If we walk away from this game with a win... The rest of the season's not looking that bad. In the hunt. I know. We're, we're back in the hunt. So <laughs> it's like these damn Bills. And you know they're going to win this week, too. Just to just to prolong the suffering. Just so, like, through week 13, we can just be watching SportsCenter just to see the logo come up for In the Hunt. You know? <laughs> outside shot. Yeah, you know it. You know, you know they're going to win. You know they're going to win. And the only reason I say that is because them winning today is going to make the rest of the season more painful. Okay, billsandbeers.com is where to find us. Thanks so much for listening. Subscribe on iTunes. Tell all your friends. Uh, go Bills. Go Bills.